Welcome everyone to Coaching in Session. My name is Michael Reardon and I'll be your mindset coach today. And today we're going to be talking about how to create awareness. And if you think about awareness, you might be thinking meditation. You might be thinking just looking at your life, becoming aware of your surroundings, situational awareness. All of those can be a part of awareness. But today we're just going to be looking on what awareness can do for our life. Because if you can become aware of your situation, then you can start to address that situation. If you're new to the channel, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, and to share this video and your audio to build an audience of like-minded individuals. If you're new to the channel, new to the podcast, head over to RevanConcepts.com. And at RevanConcepts, you're going to be able to go over to resources and you're going to see the blog article or the blog page. Hit that blog page and you're going to head over to our most recent blogs. And today we're going to be talking about our tune-up series, number 43 how to create awareness. I talk about what the tune-up series is and I'm going to keep on talking about it because there's new people coming in all the time. The tune-up series is going to be typically for people who have a strong mindset already. Not saying that you can't take these four steps and make something out of yourself, but it's going to be a little bit more challenging, right? I'm already going to be assuming with the tune-up series that you have a good mindset, that you have a strong mindset, that you have been doing the work in order to get this. Now, of course, you can go into the show notes, into the description box below, and you can find the most recent link for the blog, How to Create Awareness. Now, let's get into those four steps because we're going to be talking about those and then breaking them down today. The first step to creating self-awareness is going to be knowing where you are. I've talked about this and I'm going to be breaking it down a little bit more today. Step two know where you want to be. I've talked about this and I'm going to be breaking it down even more today. Three, facilitate the proper habits. I talk about this here and there, but we're really going to be diving into that because that's what awareness is going to be. And then four, might be common sense, might not, but we're going to remain consistent in the practice. So we need to understand these four steps. This blog, how I do it is I do my best to give a broad summarization in the podcast, but the blog goes so much more into detail with examples, etc. As you can see, this is a book, all right? And the reason why it's a little bit longer is because it has so much information in here. Yes, you might have a strong mindset and you did the work, past clients to come in, they read the tune-up series so they can stay tuned up so they don't have to come back and get coaching again. For me, if you have to keep coming back to get coaching, something went wrong where I didn't teach you how to self-coach or how to regulate yourself. Now, I'm not saying that if you have a trauma in your life and something happens, you need to readjust and you need help doing that. That's a different story. But if you're just coming in for coaching and then you're like, okay, I'll see you in three months. I'm like, why? All right. Yes, I understand that I'm good. But at the same time, my goal is to help people set them free, right? There's a reason why the logo is a bird. I want to take care of you. And when you're able to fly, I allow you to fly away, not keep you caged up. I'm not one of those coaches, all right? I don't keep you in a program or a subscription. We go month to month. And when you're ready to go, see you later. I wish you the best of luck. I'll be rooting for you. Now, let's get into how to create awareness using these four steps. One of the things that I do different, I guess, here at Reverend Concepts. This is something I have been doing since 2018 when I started the business. And people would call me Bundy or something like Al Bundy 
or they'll call me Sasquatch, right? So I guess this is a person who was in the forest or something. And they would say, you help people who are like lost in the forest and they don't know how to get out of the forest, but you know how to get out of the forest. So you go into the forest, you find this person and then you help the person learn the way of the lands. You help them build fires, build shelters, and then eventually find a way out of that forest if they decide to do so. And I always thought this was an interesting concept for a mindset coach. You're lost in the forest and I'm the person that's going to help you get out of that lostness or that forest, right? But then I started to think, if you're in a forest, if you're in a place that you don't know, you don't know how to get out or which way is what. Which way is north? Which way is south? Yes, you can look at the sun, but that's not going to help you, especially if you don't even know the way of the land. Most people, if put in a survival situation, won't make it. We have been indoctrinated by the 21st century. We need our smartphones to tell us where to go. And I mean, if you were in the age of MapQuest, you are the last generation who might know how to get from A to B without a smartphone. If you are one of those lucky individuals, consider yourself skilled. Because many of the newer generations, they need their iMaps or their Google Maps or their ways to get them from point A to B. Or they can just use Uber or Lyft or something along those lines. Of course, the generation before that, they would just use regular old maps, right? And they would have a compass. And they said, okay, this is where I need to go. So they have to figure out where they are and then they can figure out where they have to go. Most people, they just figure out where they want to go and they start making movements and then they're lost. I don't know what I'm doing. Well, the reason why is because you didn't take time to figure out where you are. Again, this might be a specialty here at Reverend Concepts, but we do our due diligence to make sure we understand where you are. What is your starting point? Because we need to have something to look at when we're all said and done with coaching. What I like to do is when we're on our last session, I like to say, When you came to me, you were broken, you were hurt, you were worried about your relationship or your career or your finances. Three months later, here you are, you got a raise in your job, you have a happy, healthy family. We are doing good, you are doing good. And I give them that and I tell them that so they can understand that the work that they did this past three months can be repeated the next three months, the next year, the next five or 10 years. They just have to keep up with the maintenance work. So I remind them where they are so they don't lose focus. But when you come to me fresh off the streets and you're like, Michael, something is wrong in my life and I'm trying to figure this out. And I say, okay, we can do it. We have to figure out where you are. It doesn't take long to do that. Tell me about whatever you want to tell me. Finances, your education, your happiness levels, your ambitions, your dreams, your goals. Tell me where you are with all that. And then I start to ask the deep questions. Well, do you really want this, right? Do you want this in your life? Do you want to continue to have this? Do you want this in 10 years? Maybe, maybe you don't. Because if you don't want it, then I can say, okay, well, maybe this is something that we can use temporarily, but then later on, we're not going to continue with it. So it's important for us to understand, well, exactly what do we want? And that's step number two. What do you want in your life? I know there's a funny meme about the notebook where he's like, what do you want? What do you want? And then the girl's like, I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want. They made it a meme and they just put some text on top saying, when you ask your girlfriend or your wife, where does she want to eat? And it's an argument. I don't know where I want to eat. 
Do you know where you want to be in your life? This is getting serious now. Do you know where you want to be in five years, 10 years? And I know some people talk about, oh, it's not good to think about the future. So it's not good to think about retirement. It's not good to put money in a Roth IRA or in a traditional IRA if you make too much money for a Roth IRA. Okay. Maybe you don't have to worry about something like that, but the majority of people do. So that has to be something that we have to look at because Uncle Sam's not going to be taking care of us most likely when we reach 65. Social security may or may not be there. And then even if it's there, is it going to give you the lifestyle that you want at 65? Most people are living the American dream. I'm going to work a nine to five until I'm 65. Then I'm going to retire and be happy. But yet right now, even though they work all their life to 65, they don't have enough money still to go out on all the vacations and to live the way they want to. And then with the rising inflation and costs of groceries and all of the things that are happening, it's becoming even more difficult for those people to live the life that they want. They can't buy eggs. Eggs cost too much. Maybe they love omelets. Well, guess what? Now they're just going to eat lettuce. Iceberg too has no nutritional value. They can't afford spinach or the mixed greens. They go for what they can't afford. So they're trying to cut costs here and there, trying to make it work. But we don't have to struggle when we get to 65. You can plan today and you can live the life that you want today. And then also you can live the life that you want at 65. You don't have to wait for happiness. You don't have to wait for your glory years. You can get it right now. How do you get it right now? You need to know where you want to be because people think they know where they want to be or they're told where they should be. It doesn't mean you're going to be there. You should be masculine. You should be a provider. You should be someone who's worth a damn in your life. Are you? You should be feminine. You should be traditional. You should be a caregiver. Are you? You can be whatever you want, depending on the role you want to give yourself. Want to be a boss? Be a boss. You want to be a caregiver? Be a caregiver. You want to be a provider? Be a provider. You want to be worthless? Most people don't have to do much for that. So you have to begin to create awareness by first knowing where you are, and then second, knowing where you want to be. And then we get into our third step. And that third step is going to be facilitating the habits necessary for you to get to where you want to be. Now, for example, one of the habits of getting in shape is eating healthy. Maybe going out, walking around the block, exercise a little bit. I'm not saying you have to go run a marathon. I'm just saying you have to create the habits that are going to be helping you get to where you want to be sooner than later. So if you're one of those people who think, oh, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it next week, you're always going to be giving yourself a later date. And you're going to find that you're not taking proper actions when it matters the most right now. And if you're not taking action right now, then when are you going to take the action? Most people, they don't give themselves a due date. They just say, I'm going to do this eventually, right? And eventually turns to never. So we have to make sure we don't give that never mentality an opportunity to grow and run rampant in our life. And then the next step, step number four, we need to remain consistent and in practice with what we do. I cannot tell you how many people get to their goal and then they stop doing the maintenance work. Of course, the process of mindset is to give you the mindset. So once you reach your goal, you stay in your goal. Think of if you want a relationship. Oh, I got the guy. I got the girl. I'm going to stop doing what I did in the beginning parts of the relationship to get this person. 
the person's attention, what do you think happens to the relationship? It dies. Because the people are no longer doing what they did to get the person. So the person likes all these different things. They're like, oh, I like this. This guy's pretty cool. Or this girl's pretty cool. And then all of a sudden, boom, it stops. And then you're like, well, I don't like this no more. So then if a relationship is broken, you toss it away. You could move on to the next one. And there's nothing wrong with figuring out, well, who do you want in your life? But then if you're always going to be just in the constant state of throwing things out that are not working and that you can fix them, it's going to be the same thing in your life. You're just going to keep on changing careers, keep on changing relationships, keep on changing your circumstance, and you're never going to make progress because you're always in the starting point. We need to get past the starting point and into a growth point or a point that's going to elevate us. So it depends. Where are you? Creating awareness, right? What does that mean? Because I think many people, when they think about awareness, they think about like, oh, I'm going to meditate. I'm going to be aware of my body and my uh, horoscope, right? Whatever, right? Yes, you know, you can be aware of those things, but are you aware of how much energy you gave today, yesterday? How much energy you will give tomorrow? How are you feeling? I've talked about this. I don't even know how much. But I talked about it, I know, between episodes 100 and 200, quite a bit. I do a self-assessment every single morning, and it's quick. It takes maybe 20 seconds. I just ask myself, all right, how are we feeling on a scale of 1 to 10? 1 to 100%, right? Whatever it be. I just say I'm feeling an 8. I feel 82%. Why do I not feel 100% is my next question. And I might say, oh, my back hurts because I did some squats or I did some jumping lunges or my neck hurts because I slept wrong. I might say that, right? Okay, now I know. Don't sleep on the sofa. Oh, don't sleep wrong. Don't sleep with that pillow. Don't do jumping squats. I don't know. Whatever it be, do what you got to do to not feel like crap the next day. Now, if you feel like a soreness because you're working out, that might be a good thing. But still be aware of it, all right? Understand that there's going to be good pain and bad pain. And if you can't walk, it's probably bad pain. And if your muscles feel a little sore because you've been doing some biceps, guess what? Maybe that's a good pain, right? We're stretching our muscle, we're tearing the muscle fiber, and it's going to grow and become stronger. We become stronger. When we become stronger, our life becomes easier. Why does strength equate to easy life? It's because when you're stronger, your body has to have more energy to supply those muscles. If you have more energy, can you do more things? Yes. Most people, they complain about not having enough energy. Most people complain about being lethargic. And the reason why they complain about this is because they are not aware of their current circumstance. They're not aware of their current situation. Maybe they're not exercising. Maybe they're not eating right. They're drinking too much soda, no cardio. And what do they do? They continue with this process. So we want to make sure that you're in the right mindset, that if you need to be aware, you know how to do it. Now, these four steps are not going to be, well, I figured out where I am. I figured out where I wanted to be. I created the habits and I stayed up with the habits. That doesn't mean you're going to get the life that you want. Yes, you're aware of your life, but it doesn't mean you're going to take action and elevate that action as you go. I like to think of this as if you're in the gym and you're trying to get stronger, 
You might not be able to lift 225 on the bench. Not a problem. You might be starting with the bar. Good. Start. So you're going to lift a 45. Lift that. Add some 10s. Get up to 65. Boom. Lift that. Maybe go up to 85. Boom. Lift that. And then keep on going in incremental steps. But don't stop. Keep on making progress until you get to your goal or your point where you want to be. Where you say, this is good. I like this. And then when you like it, only thing you have to do is maintain it. But understand, are there going to be other areas in your life you want to make improvements? And many people, they want to make improvements in other areas of their life. But then they might say, well, I don't have no time because I have to keep up with the gym and I have to deal with the kids and my family and work with the stress and the bosses on my butt. I mean, we can give every excuse in the book, but it doesn't mean anything if we don't take ownership of our life. Again, that word ownership. When you are aware of yourself, you're aware of everything you do and everything you don't do. So if you're not showing up in your day, you need to be aware of that. You need to say, I'm not showing up. What do I need to do? And most people, when they call me, they say, Michael, I'm not showing up. I know I can do more. How do I do more? We got to be aware first. And I typically take the awareness part away from you because I'm going to be looking at your life. That's why I'm here to help you get to the right mindset, to get you to the mindset that you're looking for. When you create that awareness, everything starts to fall into place. There might be some learning lessons here and there, but nothing is going to be perfect in the beginning because if it was, then you're not challenging yourself enough because you should seek failure and you should seek moments where you can make improvements. So you need to start to look at your life. Where can I start to make some adjustments? How can I be more aware? And in this blog, Tune Up Series Part 43, How to Create Awareness, the four steps to create self-awareness again are going to be number one, know where you are. Number two, know where you want to be. Number three, facilitate the proper habits. And number four, remain consistent. Remain consistent in the practice. And as you read these, again, you might say this is going to be very simple, but it could be more intuitive than you might think. You're going to find that you are starting to become aware that you're starting to do the right things, but then you stop doing the right things. So you're not on track when you're supposed to be on track or you're finding yourself on your smartphone, scrolling through TikTok and Instagram and doing all the things that are not helpful, but they feel good because you're not taking action, right? being aware of the time loss too. So there's going to be little areas in your life that you can make improvements. Start with incremental steps. You don't have to throw everything away and start fresh when you're creating awareness. Just understand where you are, where you need to make some adjustments, know where you want to be, follow through, and stay committed. Consistency is the name of the game. Some of the main work that I do as a mindset coach is helping people remain accountable. Someone tells me their goal, they say, hey, Michael, I want to do this. And I say, sure, we can get this done. And I'm just there making sure that they get it done. It sounds very simple, but at the same time, they have to have some skin in the game. That's why they invest in themselves. And they say, I'm going to get a coach because I know if I get a coach, I'm going to be more likely to get the results that I'm looking for. Similar to how if you want to get in shape, you get a gym membership, you get a fitness trainer. And then you begin that process. 
But what I do with mindset coaching and fitness is I ask, well, why aren't you in shape? Why do you keep saying you're going to get in shape this year, but you keep on stopping? I have to do the subconscious work. That's what I do as a mindset coach. I have to change your subconscious mind. So when you go to a different coach, a different trainer, a different specialist in whatever field, you are already primed and ready to go. You're not going to have to do the groundwork or the legwork. It's already been done. You are in the right mindset for success. So learning how to be aware can not only change your life today, but it can change your whole entire future and the whole entire layout of how you think. Is it easy? Creating awareness can take some time. It can take a lot of practice. And I know for my situation, creating awareness, which took me maybe a year and a half to really develop, but now I can help people get there a lot quicker because I know all the shortcomings that I had to face because I did it by myself. But you can always get to point B if you're at point A a lot sooner if you have a coach. So yes, you can go through trial and error and do it yourself, but most people... Time is of the essence and we don't have time to waste. We have so many opportunities in our life and we just can't keep making mistakes that other people already know the answers to. Not saying that you shouldn't make mistakes, but understand there's going to be good mistakes that you can make and then there's going to be negative or bad mistakes that you can make. Mistakes that are not going to be beneficial to you. If someone told me, oh, this is what you have to do to start a business or what you have to do to create wealth earlier on. And I mean, I started investing when I was 18. So I'm well off there. But then at the same time, I didn't start a business until I was 28. So for me, I'm learning from the OGs. I'm learning from the people who have been in the industry for four, five, six, seven years. I'm learning, but I had to be aware of my shortcomings. I had to be aware of what I needed help in. And when I got my business coach, everything changed. I understood what I needed to do in order to prosper. And so you have to do the same thing in your life. What do you need to be aware to make changes, big changes in your life? It might start with these four steps and then end with coaching, or it might start with coaching and end with these four steps. Whichever one you choose, understand that creating awareness in your life can lead to something more tomorrow. My name is Michael Reardon. I'm a mindset coach. If you have any questions, you can email me coachingincession.gmail.com. And I will see everyone on the next episode of Coaching in Session. Until then, everyone, take care.